Hello, and welcome to Winter is Crappening. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hello, Ben Saris. Good. <laughs> welcome uh, welcome to your show, and welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We're going to be talking about House of the Dragon, Season 1, Episode 8. Okay. Very good episode. Um, very touching mm. family scenes. Lots of just like, hey, you can marry your sister. Your marriage will suck just as much as everyone else's scenes. Um, really, really touching stuff. Some great brutality. I was just thinking, God, this show needs some sword fights. There's no sword play in this show. Where's the mm. sword fights? Then someone gets their head chopped off. Kind of. It was a sloppy chop. We'll judge it was, that later. But um Yeah. It was it reminded me definitely of like Fruit Ninja. It was like a you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like not a full point on Fruit Ninja. I don't know how you get <laughs> it wasn't like right off. It was like they're still part of the you know, part of the melon or whatever you're cutting there. But um, yeah. everybody, thanks for joining us. This is a Crappens on Demand episode, so you can see this. See your beautiful faces um, on video. Just go to patreon.com slash watch what crappens. Okay. Watch what crappens. It's our other podcast where we talk about Bravo stuff. Housewives, Summer House, Vanderpump Rules, etc. Um, so go check it out. But today, it's all House of the Dragon all the yeah. time. Big. Another big episode full of high drama and people doing things that made me mad. Like a lot of people, like, you know, I have to say, we'll get into the recap, but I have to say, you know what, this king, I'm glad he died. I'm just gonna say it right now. I mean, Who we knew he was going that? to die. Who says I knew that? He, I'm telling you right now. I knew he, we all knew he was going to die. I'm sad that his, I'm sad that his life is over for his family. But honestly, let's be honest. He was a, he was a useless king. He was a real, he was not a good king. He was a, he was an ineffectual leader. He couldn't even kill a deer. Honestly, at least with one strike, um, he raised two huge brats. I mean, we can't just blame Allison for it. He was the dad of those two brats. Okay, that's that that enough. That's a terrible legacy. And then no, just you can blame dies, just Allison. He ruins everything. You don't get to blame. I the can blame Allison, but you can also blame the king. You know what? He, he no. Well, he's the he dad. Sucks. He's not the grandpa. He he's sucks. Dad. Yeah, he, he he reads like a grandpa. Um, a I also buy. Well, he is a grandpa. He's like a grandpa and a dad. I mean, you know, I think saying what your name is in, in a family on this show is sort of irrelevant because you can be both like a grandfather and a brother and a spouse all to the same person. Yeah, this isn't really a good show to look up the family tree on. It's a circle. It's just a circle. Yeah. And everybody's inside fucking each other. It's the only family tree you'll ever look at where the branches are fucking. Right. Like literally fucking. And I'm just like, you know... You have to mess everything up with your dying breaths. Is that really what you have to do? Thanks a lot, King. Like, even in your last yeah. moments, you were literally going to cause so much chaos. Everything was fine. Like, just don't say anything. Just just go and be like, whoever's standing over me, great great knowing you. You know? Like, like can you verify? You know this is a family secret. Can you verify some identities first? Can we get, like, some sort of thumbprint scan can we get some facial recognition before we start sharing our secrets come on now it's just annoying because as someone who likes gossip i just hate to think that my dying breath i'm gonna be like oh girl remember that gossip i told you like come on get a life you know i would like to think yeah. that by that time i'd be above it which i probably won't be but you know it made me sad seeing like you still just want to gossip about your fucking secret and i don't even yeah. think it came true did it in game of thrones like the prince that was oh. promised who the fuck was that that Aria? was Jon Snow. That was Jon Snow. 
I think. I'm pretty sure John Snow was a pitcher. Well, he was, he like, you know, he kept, well, I'll tell you what he did. He kept going to the North every single season. Oh, I got to go back North of the wall. Like the worst thing ever. He never just like hung out for a moment. You know what Jon Snow did? He cried prettily. Okay. And yeah, he, he won some battles. The battles were fun in that superpower kind of way where everybody else gets beheaded but him somehow, even though he's right in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he did do stuff like that. And he was pretty cute. And he did come back to life yeah. with magic or whatever. But for the most part, I mean, the guy just cried. I mean, grow a pair. Is it too late? Spoiler alert. Grow a pair, Jon Snow, for fuck's yeah. sake. Jeez. Either way. Also, by the way, King. If you're gonna be like, oh, make Aegon, you got two Aegon grandsons. Okay, you have to start like you have to start making the differentiation. You know, like it's well, very the naming, confusing. The naming is very confusing on this show. You can't just keep naming everybody the same damn thing. And I this know. is coming from a family with two Rondels. <laughs> I know because we now have we've had a lot of names that are close. Like we have Va- we had Vaymond, Vaymond and Damon, and then we had Aegon and Aemond, but now we actually have Aegon and Aegon. And Amond. And I just, uh, you know, I, I get it. But also, like, if you're, if you have a big secret, you gotta be specific. <laughs> you got, you got, you cannot, like, you gotta cross those T's if you're telling your prophecies, you know? It's just laziness. It's like spin the keychain wheel, you know, of names at Disneyland when you're buying a, a keychain with your kid's <laughs> name on it. Spin yeah. the wheel. It's like he just stopped on A. It's like Aegon. <laughs> You know, and then he just kept it there. Spin it around. Maybe there's a maybe there's a Bob in there. You know, Brad. You know, Samuel. Samuel. (laughs) Yeah, I'm very disappointed. I'm just saying, I'm disappointed in the king. I'm also kind of disappointed in the show because they're going to basically hang a whole war on this king's dying. Well, I'm actually disappointed in Allison too because you know, if the king had said anything else. She'd be like, "Oh, he was saying nonsense. He was dying. It was nonsense." But now he's like, "Oh, Aegon should be king." Now she's going to be like, oh, he wanted it. That's what he wanted it. You know what, Allison? I've had enough of you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was expected to be disappointed in her, but I was not disappointed in the king, and I was not disappointed in the show. How dare you? I love every second of it. I love their. I love that no matter how many times they recast it, they really get people who understand how to play a bitter family. <laughs> because yes. you would think that th- this family's been together forever. This group of actors, the way that they hate each other, it's so funny. Um, love that they cast Laura Dern as the new Amond. I think that that is just fantastic. Yeah. You know, she really does a great job in everything. I'm like, finally, Laura Dern with an eye patch. <laughs> yeah, that's a great observation. No, I enjoyed the episode. I'm just saying, I, I realized when the king died, I was like, you know, I've had enough of this king. His time has come anyway. Also, by the way, whosever idea it was to give the king a mysterious illness, um, I applaud it. Because I, I, at this point, I believe that was purely to get an Emmy for makeup. Because I don't understand why the king looked like he was 75 years old and his brother still looks like he's like 42. <laughs> like, I don't understand that at all. And I was like, I think this was this entire story about the illness was built in purely so that way they could get an Emmy for hair and makeup. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, because Damon, they didn't even give Damon a different hairdo this time. They're just like, eh, let's just string a hair Damon. 
He has a great skincare routine. They're like, I also like the story. I was thinking about the names last night. We will recap this episode at some point, everybody. Sorry, it's Monday. So we're like, hi, what'd you do? Let's talk about names for half an hour. I know. Uh, So I was thinking about the names too and how crazy they are. Like, it's so weird to write them down, you know, because you're like, where does the vowel go? And everybody's got a crazy name. And then the show starts. The show is like previously or whatever. So I'm trying to type and remember everybody's name and then the show begins and it's like starring matt smith i was like okay you know that's a naming process i can understand you know give me right. a good matt smith yeah the a very clean basic name <laughs> like yes. two syllables total total <laughs> let's find the most basic do we have a john smith no a matt smith that'll work that'll matt smith work. Yeah. okay all right yeah all right. All right, let's uh, start. So we start with Rainice, my favorite. Aunt Rainice. Mm. I just feel like you have to be a badass with Rainice. I've never known a weak person. Like, your daughter is in the infirmary again, ma'am, begging for you to come pick her up from school again. Please come get Rainice. No. It's like, ma'am, your daughter Rainice is here in the principal's <laughs> office. She just kicked <laughs> about half of kindergarten's ass. Come get Rainice immediately, please. <laughs> Yeah, Rainice has definitely not done the dishes yet. Like, that's her lot in life. Like, Rainice, have you done the dishes yet? <laughs> and you know, no. she's got, like, some long middle name just because it's always screamed out to because she's doing shit wrong <laughs> in the house. Like, Rainice Albuquerque Valerian, get your ass <laughs> down here. Uh, I was going to say I felt like her middle name might be a Susan. Like, Rainice, Susan. <laughs> but I think I like Albuquerque as her middle name. Actually, I think I feel like I... I I'm going to take Albuquerque. <laughs> Unless it's both. Rainice, Albuquerque, Susan Targaryen. <laughs> you get over here and you do those dishes. <laughs> so, Susan's it starts with her. For the ant. And I love when people are like protecting driftwood, like it's the best thing. And I you see know. The, you see the driftwood thrown, and I'm like, what <laughs> is that chair? It looks it's like, like a, what do you. <laughs> It's like a broken wine barrel. It's like one of those giant wine barrels they have when you go to Napa Valley. They're like, oh, welcome. Have a tasting. Look, you can get the wine directly out of the barrel. It's like someone made a chair out of that. And then, I mean, honestly, for the first, like, half or three-quarters of this episode, I was like, do people realize y'all are fighting over a broken-ass wooden throne off in the boonies? Like, why do you guys care so much about this right now? They sure do. So, Rainice, Rainice Albuquerque. <laughs> so, she's like, it's been six years since my husband has disappeared. Will he live? Will he live? And we're like, Corley? Corley gone? Come on. Don't do this to Corliss. I really needed to see Corliss's aging makeup. I was really excited. Yeah. Also, like, can we, why are they just skipping over something interesting that happened? Like, yeah. could we not have had, like, an opening scene of Corliss in the battlefield getting hurt? Like, could we have given us that? I mean, that would have been much more interesting than, you know, half of the scenes of people walking through hallways brooding, you know? <laughs> um, also, someone else who hasn't aged, Rainice. Is that in her contract? No. I was like, how many years has gone by? Rainice is still, <laughs> like, it's like Rainice hit 46 and just stayed there. She started as 46. Yeah. She's going to end as 46. What are you using? Well, she's Did like Jessica Biel. Maybe back then they didn't have Botox. They just would like let one of the crabs bite you, like right here, mm. like where I get my Botox. <laughs> so the crab Botox. <laughs> I think crab that she's dogs. like a Jessica Biel or like a Faye Dunaway, someone who went in their twenties looked like they were forty six, and then when they hit forty six, their 
they have achieved what their their faces always look like, and then going yeah. forward, they actually always look younger. It's sort of like a pendulum swinging. So I think that's I hit probably forty at twenty six. My weight changes, but I feel like I hit forty at twenty. I looked really old younger, and then I'm gonna mm. just stay there, hopefully forever. Let's see. So um, yeah, he was he was tricked into a ship. I mean, there's an episode. Tricking Corley mm-hmm. into his ship? Like, what was there? Did, the sound of slot machines? I mean, what did they put in the shit? <laughs> they just opened a yogurt land in this doorway. Come this way, Corliss. Pop some popcorn. Corley's coming. He's like, hmm, is that the smell of popcorn? Like, what was it? <laughs> yeah, so um, he led his sailors into an ambush. And then um, it's basically Vaymond is telling this. He's like, and in the fighting, his neck was slashed by a courser's dagger. And he fell overboard into the sea. And the wound was severe. Much blood was lost. It's like, he got his hand stuck in a vending machine, didn't he? Yes. But <laughs> he was trying he to get out of a stuck him. milky way. <laughs> we, promised, we promised him we'd tell a better story. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, so he got his neck slashed by Corsair's dagger. So I looked up Corsair because I didn't know what that was. I just thought it was like a brand of, you know, hair dryer. And um, it's a pirate. Okay, it's a pirate. A Corsair is a pirate. So you're telling me pirates tricked Corley into a boat and then slashed his neck, and I don't have any footage of that? That sounds like an amazing episode. Yeah, why can't we get episodes? Why can't we see that? I would have liked to have seen that. So um, the biggest concern is that he got a blood sickness, and yeah. he's burning from within. He he has gangrene basically, and so um, he's like sick. And they're they're he's he's en route, like he's coming to Driftwood, like the boat is delivering him, but he's not there yet. He's like the one person on the show who can't get places quickly. So um, so the the granddaughter, I, I forget which granddaughter it was, but she's like the sea snake is strong because the uncle's like. You know, he's basically posturing. It was Bela. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, but like, you know, Coros is probably going to die. Like, no offense. Um, and Rainey's is like, well, I will not suffer the talk of crows in my house, Vaymond. Yeah. Because, you know, crow talk. We don't do that. Especially to someone so young. She's not talking about her crow's feet with you. And uh, Bela's like, the sea snake is strong. And she's like, we're not talking about your father's virility right now. Vela, all right? <laughs> and Vema's like, well, listen, blood fever kills people, okay? Burning from the inside. Did you not hear about that? I'm just thinking it's like heartburn. Like Corley's yeah. just eating too late at night or something. <laughs> and he, they didn't is. know what it was back then, you know? Well, the Macers have not really proven to have a great track record on the show. Let's they be honest. They really haven't. They've you know how we anything. have a show, The Doctors, now? It's like a talk show because everybody really respects doctors. There was, there was no The Maesters back then. Where they're like, <laughs> let's, just, let's just gather a bunch of doctors and see what they think about topics. <laughs> yeah, there was no show called MR, like Maester version of ER. So um, <laughs> it's just, it all takes place in a break room. It's like, what else do they do? You know, <laughs> robes. It was called robes. Was <laughs> well, he was dying of the blood sickness, so I made him eat coffee filters. Hopefully, that'll work. It's like, oh, good idea, Maester. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so Vaymond is like, I love my brother, but we must be honest with ourselves, and we may greet his ship to find him gone, and then who will take? The driftwood throne. And they cut to Rainey sitting on this thing. It's literally like half the throne is broken off. <laughs> it's, it's like literally not only like the worst throne we've ever seen in the world of, of Game of Thrones. It's like one of the worst thrones we've ever seen on television. It is literally like a half broken Adirondack chair. 
Yes, Adirondack chair. That is exactly what it's like. It's like an old, <laughs> decrepit Adirondack chair on a beach. <laughs> and like, she's no doing her, like, sucking the bottom lip, like, oh, God, here he is. And he goes, I am the sea snake's brother. And I was like, okay, well, that explains his attitude, because that can't be easy. Being brothers with someone named the sea snake in high school, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, you know the sea snake? What's your little snake like? Hmm? It's like, ne- you're never going to live up to that. Yeah, you're like... Yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, you know, the thing is this, like, Vaymond is kind of hot, actually. And I feel like he's like, I'm hot, and yet I'm not the one who, like, gets any attention. And I think that he probably struggles with that a little bit, you know? Yeah, I mean, see, Snake's my brother, you know? Yeah, so Snake um, inferiority complex, yeah. Yeah, he's like, well, I should get the throne. And she's like, excuse me, one could take your word for treason. And so he approaches the throne, and he's like, I speak the truth. And she's like, the matter has been decided, okay? A kid named Lucy has been considered more of a man than you. Okay, he's like, yeah. you mean something beaten by Lucy? <laughs> so um uh and and so he's he's doing the whole thing of like but what about the valeria nine is it to be snuffed out supplanted by the pups of the house strong driftmark is mine by all rights i bought that Adirond- adirondack chair five years ago from home depot and i will see it through to completion okay and while i should like your support i do not need it rainies yeah and he's like the winds have shifted and the crown has shifted and they will be on my side listen the crown's still on ahead sir it may be shifting yeah but it is not otto is not wearing a crown yet okay he's got his little stupid brooch back but you mm-hmm. guys need to calm down brooch back mountain okay you and otto with your love so um he's like uh it's not the king who sits on the iron throne these days good sister it is a queen and she's like damn it it's a vagina. He's got a good point. They're very unreliable. May have told yes. me my whole life. <laughs> so then we um, have this like sweeping aerial shot that's like flying over, um, whatever it's called, dragon something or another. <laughs> Dragonstone. Wherever <laughs> Dragonstone. Yes, thank you. And basically, we like it's, there's like a mountain, and then there's like a person sort of spelunking down a crevasse, and then it's. It winds up being basically Damon, and he gets an egg out of, like, dragon placenta. There's, like, whatever it is, that's the, the egg is hidden in something. He's, like, chiseling it looks like a rock, but it's goofy. Pulls out an egg. He gets an egg. He has the dragons. Egg. And then, dragons. Could you do me a favor? Watch your eggs. Like, seriously? You just leave a huge mound of dragon placenta sitting in a cave. You don't <laughs> yeah. care. Like, you you don't hear the footsteps. Like, what's going on, guys? Make it, You'd think at some point, dragons would be like, you know what? Our eggs keep getting stolen. <laughs> what the heck? We should they watch them. Every animal has really good instincts about their eggs, I feel like, except for yeah. those dragons. You know, Truly. maybe snapping turtles. They're not good with their eggs, I feel like. Fucking snapping turtles. That's why they're always so bitchy. They're, like, snapping at everybody all the time. And you're like, it's your own fault. Watch your eggs. What are you yeah, snapping watch at? watch your these? eggs. Yeah, take some responsibility, all the time. They, snapping turtles. They bury their eggs in the dirt, and then they leave. And then animals come and eat the eggs. And then they're like, oh, what happened to my, my eggs? It's like, well, you went back to the pond to do, like, to do shady things, snapping yeah. turtle. Basically, you set up a golden corral for the rest of the animals, okay? Don't blame me, Snappy. Don't blame me. So then Damon (laughs) comes out, and he's like, Cyrex brought a fresh clutch. And I was like, I love it. 
Mm. You have a, it's like a per, you know, like a little purse. <laughs> little, <crunch>. yeah. Um, <laughs> Could you imagine if the, if the dragons just like gave birth to like very chic clutches? <laughs> like, oh my god, we're having a trunk show. Cyrix just delivered a new clutch. Do you guys love it? It's so good for this season. I could see Sutton Strack putting a handle on a dragon uh, egg and carrying it around as a purse. I could totally see that. <laughs> so um, he gets a tiny scroll. It's like, Bloop. of course. And so he opens this tiny scroll and it's from Rainice and Bela. And they're like, you're fucked. Not Sea Snake is coming in to demand some power. Watch out. And he's like, oh, yeah. It's funny because the innovation of larger pieces of paper has not quite hit this world yet. They're like, okay, we're going to have a tiny piece of paper that's very long and we're going to have to unfurl it very slowly. I'm like, you know, you guys can have larger pieces of paper, right? Like, it doesn't have to be this small and narrow. <laughs> like, we can we can have larger scrolls, but uh, apparently well, not. On the penmanship, you know, it's like so tiny. Like, how do you guys do that? I accidentally yeah. bought college rules paper for like my little notebooks, and I was like, I'm not touching mm. that. Like, who writes like that? So, uh, people who are in <laughs> college, I guess. So, Ray Ray comes down and. Um, uh, her son, what's his buns, Jace, Jace, is getting class from like Rosetta, the original Rosetta Stone. <laughs> He's in uh, Duolingo for Targaryen at the moment, or High Valerian. Yeah. I'm sorry, High Valerian. Yeah, and it's like simple words are so big in Valerian. Valerian's a very snotty <laughs> like language. German. I have to say, it's like the sentences open the door and they're like. <laughs> It's like, Jesus, how many syllables do you need? Open the door. Just open the door. I'm just going to knock. I'm not even going to say anything because this <laughs> sentence is too fucking long. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to learn his high Valerian, you know, tourist lingo. Like, like, where is the bathroom? It's like, no, you just asked for a watermelon. <laughs> Damn it. But um, <laughs> Does this uh, room so come with a coffee maker? It's like a vagina monologue. It's 20 minutes to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh anyway so he's learning because he feels like as as a future king he should honor the traditions of his forebears this is a, like a way for us to see that he's like good because he cares about tradition and he's like thinking about things on a more uh elevated plane than just like being a dick and stealing dragons i feel like this is a moment it's like a character building moment for jace and so um, i guess but i don't know that our forebears traditions are always the best you know, it's like, Mom, I'm honoring traditions. I'm going to go out and protest women's voting. <laughs> there are a lot of people who, who do <laughs> who do rely on the tradition excuse for that kind of stuff. You're right. Yeah. But in this case, he's just, he wants to keep the language alive, okay? He it's like Yiddish. Yeah, you know? he literally says, I'm hungry for knowledge, mother! I was like, okay, <laughs> you, can, you can calm it down. Okay, Jace. Grand Canyon University. <laughs> so, <laughs> like that is definitely show. a Phoenix Online ad right there. <laughs> I'm hungry! Hungry for knowledge, mother! God, have you been to a Cinnabon? I'll say you <laughs> hungry, you little fucker. Shut up. University of Phoenix now offering classes in High Valerian. <laughs> I wish it was like a real mother-son conversation where the mother is like, really, High Valerian? Yes, I'm hungry for knowledge. Who speaks High Valerian? Like, right. could you may maybe Spanish? Spanish is a huge one, okay? Like, let's do Spanish. You can actually meet some nice people, okay? <laughs> no, High Valerian, mother! 
No, I've learned because it's actually really interesting because it teaches you a lot about the roots of words. And also for like math, there's actually a logic about this is not Latin. It's high Valerian, <laughs> equally useless, actually even more useless because it doesn't have any of those features of Latin. So stop it. Learn Spanish now. Yeah, high Valerian words are too long to be the root of anything. You know, so um, she's like, well, unless you're planning to depose your own mother, you've got time to study. And she's doing that thing where she's rubbing her stomach like, yes, Ray, Ray, we know you're pregnant. That's oh, like- here's a here's the thing I read about this show in the books. People, as people said in the books, her character gets really chubby after childbirth. And that's like one of her storylines. It's like she's all upset that she's chubby. I want chubby <laughs> Ray Ray. I don't like yeah. that you guys change that. I need that. Bring that to me. Yeah, like, you know, we I think we all enjoyed that arc on Mad Men when it happened to What's Her Face, you know? I love that arc on everything. You know where I really love that arc? Real life. I love mm. that arc. Because, you know, it's like an arc I go through all the time. I don't have children. I don't really have that, you know, excuse or reason. But um, I love it. It's a good arc. Get to it, you know? By like, the way. I was jogging pants everywhere. That's what I need, you know? Like, <laughs> I want Ray Ray being like, athleisure. how do I find this? But with elastic. How do I find this with elastic? <laughs> um, the elastic throne. Uh, I have to say, I, I don't remember if I said this last episode or not, but I when you, you mentioned that Ray Ray was like rubbing her stomach, I don't feel like I see a lot of pregnant women walking around just rubbing their stomachs like that all the time. But on this show, it's constant. People walk into a room, like a pregnant lady walks into a room and then she stops and she's like, I'm going to rub my stomach right now to tell the audience that I'm pregnant. It's like, I I think like the novelty of that aspect that like there is like, uh, there's like a a little baby in there. I think that's probably worn off for her at this point. She's just like, oh, get me to a chair. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. Now we get to see uh, Damon and Ray Ray as a couple. Oh my God, standing. So shipping, shipping them. So Damon comes in. (laughs) Too soon. um, Corliss. (laughs) (laughs) Corliss. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes in and he's like, mm, tiny scroll alert. And she's like, ooh, a tiny <laughs> scroll, I love him. So she's like squinting and she goes, oh my God. So they mean to call into question Luke's legitimacy and by extension, Jace and my own claim to the throne. <laughs> she's like, did you hear that, audience? That's why you should care about this storyline right now. Because it is questioning my legitimacy, my children's claim to the throne. This is important for the story. Continue, dear husband. Well, they have to, because like in the next scene, probably 25 years has gone by. You know? Like, they have to just... Yeah. Uh, the, the first parts of the episode are always like monologues about what exactly is going on. So right. he's like, oh, God, they only really care about Driftmark and the Valerian line, and that's stupid Adirondack chair. Just say congratulations. <laughs> We're putting your name, brother of Sea Snake, on the goddamn Adirondack. Alright? I wanna fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um they're just like they're worried, you know, because you know, uh, Ray Ray is worried that Rainice is gonna be going back to is gonna basically start is gonna ally with uh, the high towers, essentially. That's the big concern that when Damon and Rainice are gonna like it, there, it's it's all going to go against Ray and her kids, and Damon's like, no, 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 she would never do that because whatever disagreements we may have had, she's not cruel. Ray's like disagreements. 
<laughs> she thinks we murdered her son. <laughs> yeah. She thinks we had her son killed so we can get incest married. And he's like, yeah, but come on. I mean, she did take Bela as her ward. That was very sweet. Um, and she's like, yeah, because of Lena. She's honoring Lena. All right. She's got no love for us. Also, what are you two dragons? Just leaving your children wherever it's like sure take yeah. Bela. take her go ahead she's always learned she's always wanted to learn how not to make adirondack chairs take her for the summer what do we care yeah the, well the brood in that household is getting quite large because you've got you got damon's kids you got ray ray's kids and apparently there's already three new you know targaryen kids in the mix so it is like a wild it is a wild, wild Brady Bunch going on there. It's like a TLC show over there. Seriously. So, so Damon's, uh, they're talking about Corley and whether he's going to live or whatever. And um, then he's like, well, how could they get all the way to Rhaenys to talk her into betraying us? Has the Vipers venom spread so far? And she's like, those Vipers rule in my father's name. And my father, <sighs> what choice do I have? And we're like, what, what about your father? What about yeah. it? And they decide to go to King's Landing. Yeah, because they, they, they need to get involved here, right? Yeah. So they arrive, and they show up in the courtyard, and there's a guy who's like, All hell, Ray Ray, princess of Dragonstone, and heir to the Iron Throne, and her royal concept, Prince Damon Targaryen. And it's like, it's like scattered applause. Like, no one really cares. No one's yeah, really there to greet like, him. Yeah, everyone. They're such kiss asses. Like, they only are nice to you if you're, like, in power. It's like, oh, she's going to be in power. Who cares? She's not yet. Don't applaud. Just stare at her awkwardly as she walks in. So Yeah, it's um, like when also, Brenda Blethyn shows up at Craig's. Like, there's, like, not, it's like, one paparazzo that, like, takes a photo of her. It's like, that's Brenda Blethyn. And they're like, yeah, but. Out of power. I don't know. Out she's of out, power. She's not. She hasn't really done a lot of work in Hollywood in a long time. I know she does work in, in England, but not really here. So not Little voice will only carry you so far, Brenda. <laughs> that was 20 years ago since the Oscar nomination, let's be honest. So I really love that the guy who's announcing the name, they put his name up on the screen if you have closed captioning. And yeah. um, his name is like such a pop star name, Stefan Darklin. I love that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, we're having auditions for the name reader. It's like, I'm I'm Martin Lucchese. They're like, boring. I need to come up with something better. So the next year he shows up in a little leather jacket, and his name is Stefan Darklin. They're like, you've got something, kid. <laughs> so um, uh, so, so Ray Ray's like, they, they're, they're walking around, and she's like, wow, I hardly recognize it in here since Allison has been decorating. I see a lot of Mackenzie Child and some <laughs> – I see a, a poster that just says – Paris, oh, the Eiffel Tower. That's that's nice. There's a there's a live, laugh, love. I guess I should have expected that. Gather sign. Okay. There's a sign above the door that just says door. <laughs> so um, yeah, like she's, the obvious TJ back signs, you know, or like those crochet yeah. art where it's like, look, it's a it's crochet, but it's just hanging on the wall. That's so her. <laughs> the small council uh, now all their all their like cups of mead or in glasses that say like sassy, you know, <laughs> tequila o'clock. 
<laughs> Time for so, wine. <laughs> uh, she just walks slowly because it's like creepy feeling, you know. And then Miss um, Baldy McBaldy comes out, and I love this guy, the bald knight. He's like, "Welcome back, princess." Talk about someone who hasn't aged today. That's another yeah. one. He went bald at probably fifteen and still just looks mm-hmm. as handsome. Bless his heart. Yeah, yeah. He, he's done. A, he's he's really he's avoided the aging bug. So then we go into the small council and the old guy, Mr. Mr. Roper, uh, also known as Lord Beesbury. I feel like I never knew his name until today, but um, he's yammering on about, guess what? The Stepstones. It's like, well, the Stepstones have been settled and the improved custom duties. So I was doing well. And everyone's just like bored because like literally all they've been talking about for the past six years has been the Stepstones as usual. And they're like, you know what? We're done. We're done with the Stepstones. Yeah, but if they had listened to Beesbury in the beginning, they wouldn't have to still talk about this, would they? Because I think he yeah. was always like, Stepstones, like, shut up about the Stepstones. And here we are. So Otto's like falling asleep. He's like, ooh, it's so boring. I don't like this part of power. I don't like it. <laughs> so um, then they start talking small city news. You know, they're like, we need only the best for the festival of the mother. So we see that religion has really started to take hold yeah. over here and al is like oh god thank you so much for that exhaustive accounting mr <laughs> beesbury all right <laughs> jesus christ and then the night comes in and announces that the guests are there and she's like oh god i was really hoping to hear this news from stefan darkling is he, is he here what's he wearing today has he released his new single yet i can't wait to hear it <laughs> so um so she's like Ugh, okay and, and i was like well I'll go you know I, I trust the guests have been have been welcomed as befits their station which is sort of like a dig because they weren't welcomed at all <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah i hope you threw some diet coke cans at their head on the way in um <laughs> and one of the guys at council is like well it was my understanding that corliss wished his grandson to succeed him so why the meeting and that lannister dude with the stick gift is like yeah. uh, well the boy has been raised most of his life away from drift mark he can ride a dragon but can he command a fleet i was like god did they just find the smarmiest person alive to play this it's i like, know you shimming while you talk he's like yeah, let me change something about this one and they're all they're all getting very huffy about this whole topic because one's one's like well that does not affect the claim and then there's this one guy who he's like he's like a, a douchey bearded guy and he's like well the sea snake has never named him as an heir and the crowd must choose what is best for the realm and beesbury's like but he is laid Oh, son, what grounds could be all? And then the other, the douche guy is like, indeed, Lord Beesbury, what indeed? I was like, you know, just because you say indeed back in a serious way does not mean you have a good point, douchebag. Yes, and I get it. They think that this kid's a bastard or whatever, but it's still her son. I mean, I don't care if a bus driver knocked her up. It's still her son, so he should get the throne, okay? The end. Like, have you never seen a melodrama about a mom with an adopted son? Have yes. you never seen that moment where they say, you are still, you are still my child. It doesn't matter whether there's blood or not, but you are my child. Like, have they never seen that scene before? Don't they yes, realize? It's exactly. Real. And if you're going by blood, the powerful blood belongs to Ray Ray. It didn't belong to Lenore. Le- what did Lenore have? A fucking Adirondack chair. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. Get so pissed off about it. So she kind of marches out, and um, a knight comes up to her, a, a knight with a man bun, which I loved. He's so cute. Yeah. He comes up to her, and he's like, oh, your grace, a matter has arisen. And she's like, oh, save it, Varric. And he goes, ma'am, I'm Eric. Oh, well, fuck me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's crazy. The V was silent then. All right. Fucking get an original name. What are you, an egg on? Fucking loser. Yeah. Like the first person in this world of duplicate names, (laughs) the first person to be like, actually, there's a subtle difference. And you're going to correct the queen of all people? Like when she calls you Farrick or Derek or Carrick, that is your name for the next five minutes. She is the queen. She's like, so sorry, man bun. Can we just stick with man bun? Keep this simple. He's like, it's about the princess. There's a delicate situation in his apartments. And she just gets that look on her face like, oh, God, did he rape somebody again? (laughs) That wacky kid! Thank you, Merrick. So then, um, so now now, uh, Ray Ray goes into her dad's room. And there's spider webs all over his model town, which is sad. It means... And well, it's actually happy because it means that there's some spiders that moved in and they're like, oh, my God, we hit the jackpot. There's so many places for webs. And it's like a city. It's Spider City. <laughs> they like called all their friends. Like, I'm happy for that spider. Also, you know what? I have to go with you on your King Varys is a lazy a-hole, even though he's dying. Sorry. What has been done to that model of the city? Nothing. That has been mm-hmm. the same fucking city from the beginning. 20 until years. Now. 20 years. I mean, seriously, what are you doing in there all day? Is that like your secret place that you really go look at, like, Scroll scroll Hub or whatever? <laughs> like, w- what are you doing in there? Because you're not doing models of the city. I'm <laughs> telling you that, sir. Well, there are definitely some uh, spiders that are LARPing in there right now, like, pretending that they're humans. And they're like, good day to you. Good day to you. They're, like, pretending they're merchants in the streets right now. And then catching <laughs> One little spider's was. like, my name's not Varric, it's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Another spider's like, um, hey, can we pause the scene? I have a note for you. I don't believe that your character would do that. And then they get into a fight about the roles that they're playing. <laughs> so Ray Ray and uh, Damon go into the model room and they're like, ew. And she's like, Father. <laughs> and he's in his mosquito netting and he's like an old vampire now. He's yeah. just like in bed and, you know, I'm mean, looking about, it's on trend. I'll just say it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I understand. The disease has made him age quite a bit, but. I still feel like they've made him still look about 50 years older than his brother at this point. Even even with the disease, I don't think he would normally look that old. Well, I love that he is like a diva because he's really kind of a boring guy, you know? He's like a very milk toast guy. But mm. as he ages, he's a diva because now he's got sleeves. He's got like silk sleeves that are like tied on his arm but then have like the big bow collar thing on the mm. collar of the sleeve. And I was like, you are fabulous. I love your Liberace night night clothes like yeah you're really you, you aged well i mean not your face but your sleeves right. your sleeves aged very well your sleeves your you, you yeah they're like well let's give him let's give him some nice cups so um the king's like who goes there and she's like it's me my king rhaenyra and he's like oh joanne no rhaenyra is it Farrick? No, Rhaenyra. Oh, Joanne. Oh, my God. Are we going in a loop? Yes. Is this Farrick? Yeah. And so she's like, I'm here with Damon. He's like, I oughta. But he's just wheezing and stuff. And so she sets him up. Yeah, a lot of of breath He's very wheezed forward now. 
Yes, Wheezy Jefferson. It's a lot of it's a lot of breath work. So he sits up and um, he's like, "Oh my God, it's been so long. How does Damon look the goddamn same? Seriously? I mean, both <laughs> of you haven't aged a goddamn day. Have they invented moisturizer in Dragonstone? What the hell? I don't have half a face." <laughs> uh, and so uh, Damon's like, "The sea snake has taken a grave wound in the Battle of, dare I say it." The stepstones. Oh God, I'm dying. You have to mention that godforsaken place for me. Ah! I thought that Damon, like Damon, can you be nice for one second, brother? You're looking well. Something. I mean, he's yeah. just like, hi. Uh, there's a battle in the stepstones. Who's going to take the throne? Can we just fucking go? Can we just get out? Like, do you have something else to do? Is there a movie starting <laughs> in ten minutes somewhere I you know. have to be? Like, what the hell? And so the king is like, well, we won that war years ago, and he goes. No, the triarchy is resurgent. I was like, are you kidding me? You, Beesbury just said everything's chill in the Stepstones. And now we find out the Stepstones, that's where this is all happening again. Could some, like, why have they never been able to take care of the Stepstones? It's like constantly happening. Um, so the fighting is anew, and there's a petition to decide on the succession of Driftmark and the heir of the throne. You know what? It, this reminds me of like prenup talk. You know, yeah. all these shows when everybody, someone gets a prenup and they're like, oh, that didn't matter. I'm suing them anyway. I'm taking half. What the fuck is the point of having a prenup? You know, and that's the same thing here. It's like, why decide anything if people are just going to sue your ass? What do they have, a Supreme Court? That's what yeah. it's like. It's like the council's just like, nah, we don't want to do it that way anymore. We don't have to. <laughs> Can't fire oh. us. Also, by the way, another reason why I'm like, I'm not such a big fan of this king. Look at all the loose ends that he's left. Okay, like there was a clearly a moment when he was like, I am going to cede over my daily duties, but like tie some ends up, fix some things. He never he never settled what the, the stepstone issue. He never put triarchy out like he just never really did anything right, you know, except put Ray Ray in the throne. Mm, what can I tell you? So he's like, all right, listen. And the king's like, well, how's everything doing? How's the kids? And Damon's like, listen to me. You must affirm Lucy. Affirm Lucy. And um, he's asking about Corliss. And she's like, well, we don't know yet. But father, there's someone we want to introduce you to. And then it's like a babbling little baby. And then another baby. It's like she just brings on a parade of babies. And he's like, oh, my God, how cute. Like any grandparent. It's like, oh, my God, how cute. And then they start crying. It's like, oh, Jesus, yeah. get these fucking things out of here, okay? Call me when they're 10. Right. Well, because he's like, oh, look at the baby. And then he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the kid's like, oh, my God. Like, this is, can I go back to playing? This is too much for me. So they put the kids away. And then they, he's like, my tea, my tea. And it, so he drinks his tea and he, like, settles down. And then Damon, like, sniffs the cup. And I'm thinking, okay, if they finally realize he's being poisoned all this time. But um, it winds up that's just more of the milk of the poppy. Also yeah, that is kind of being poisoned. They're like, hey, would yeah. you like your heroin juice? Okay. <laughs> so then we go to Al, who's checking the apartments for this piece of shit son of hers. Oh, and by the way, one of the babies of Rhaenyra is named Aegon. Again, can we just yeah. let it go? Like, how many of you there need to be? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, there's a servant there, and she's crying, like freaking out crying. 
And Alice just kind of looking down at her, giving her an evil look. And um, then she just decides to be sweet. She's like, come here, sweetling. And the girl's basically, she's like, Diana, what a pretty name. <laughs> I understand you're finding yourself in some trouble, Diana. She's like, um, your son raped me. So. Yeah. And Alice is like, mm, yes, yes. Well, I believe you. Sweetling. Uh, first of all, anytime someone calls someone sweetling on this show, you know they're like up to no good. Yeah. They're so good. Diana's like, You do? You do believe me? She's like, Yes, but what about others? What are, others may not believe you. So she basically pays off Diana. She's like, Here's some money. Go away from here. Oh, and before you leave, have some of this tea, you know, quote unquote tea. A lot of tea on this show. Hypocrisy. And have some hypocrisy. of this hypocrisy, okay? The reason I won't speak to Ray Ray is because of this damn tea. So why don't you have a cup to protect my son? Oh, the mm-hmm. hypocrisy of it all. Yeah, exactly. And importantly, there is a lady who is like, uh, who comes with the tea. She's the one who first is like, this is Diana. And then she comes back and she's like, here's the tea. And this lady, I don't know her name because I didn't look it up afterwards. But I think she is, it's important to note her because we see her again later on. Yes. So, um, yeah, she makes her drink the hypocrisy tea. And then we go to Allison confronting Aegon, who is now this surly little, ugh, what would you call him? He looks like a Nan- like a Nancy? Oh, uh, Nance. Like a Nance. Um, he's got like this like uh, kind of soccer mom hair. Mm, yeah. Um, he's sort of um, someone who lived in Brooklyn in their 20s, but now in their 30s, they kind of coast on the fact that they lived in Brooklyn, but then now they're in the suburbs. Like, oh, God, when I lived in Flatbush, I, was a I used to worker. love going to the farmer's market. Yeah, yeah I was a like, metal worker. One time I made my own tennis shoes out of metal. It was, I mean, it was art, it's but like, it was but you live in Reseda like now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I sell illegal puppies that I breed myself. <laughs> Just, well, I mean, I don't breed them, but I mean, I put the dogs in the same room and then, yeah, I mean, it's a living. It's, it's no metal shoes. <laughs> okay, it's, it's like you work at a bookstore in New Canaan, Connecticut now. <laughs> yeah, but I, I lived in Flatbush for a little bit. Yeah. He has a very great. punchable face. He looks like a little fucker, this kid. So yeah. um, she's like, he's like, what, mother? And she's like, what do you mean, what? It's <laughs> Diana, the servant girl. He's like, what about her? And she's like, um... You sent her fleeing from our company. That's what. Yeah. And by the way, like, Allison has, like, yanked off the sheets. So we get, like, a full-on shot of Aegon's pasty, pasty white butt. And so Allison is, and then this, Allison is, like, very used to seeing her son naked at this, like, this, <laughs> at this point, Aegon has to, like, anticipate that when he's naked, his mom's going to walk in. Because this is now the second or third time it's happened. Okay? Like, at least this time he's not jerking off out a window. He doesn't so, even care anymore because the first time he's like, "Oh my god, mother's seeing me naked," and this time he's like, "What is it, mama?" But um, <laughs> also, don't you think that the actor who is playing Aemond looks more like the guy who was playing Aegon, Aegon. before? Yeah, it looks weird. Like they kind of switched. I thought that was a strange, um, a strange thing. I guess it's because the new Aemond has like such a good evil face that they're like, well. Let's just give it, let's just say it's Aegon. It's too good. Yeah, you know? I think Laurie Dern was like, I'm not playing Aemond. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Do you know who I am? <laughs> I specifically said I would like to play a villain, not a fuckboy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so uh, she smacks like, him around and she says, you yeah. are no son of mine. And he's like, oh, but I didn't ask for any of this. I've done everything you asked. I tried so hard, but that's never going to be enough for you and dad. It's like, you just raped somebody, sir. Like, really? Yeah. You're going to sit here and cry that your mommy doesn't love you enough? Oh, fuck off. Yeah. So then, then the, uh, and so then Helena walks in, I believe. And she's like, has anyone seen Diana? She's supposed to dress the children. I think it's Helena. Either way, Diana's It's Helena, yeah. Yeah. And um, everything she says now, I'm like, is that psychic? Because last (laughs) week, uh, you were talking about how she's probably a dreamer. She's a dreamer, okay? She's a dreamer, of course she she is. She is, yes. She said the thing the week before that Aegon, when she was, like, talking into her fingers, she said something about how Aegon um, will, like, have to lose an eye to get a dragon. And now, then the next week, he got the dragon, lost an eye. People noticed that. And then this week, I know she muttered something later on about, like, there's a beast under the floorboards. So I'm like, now I'm like looking at the floors, like, there's something to pop out, you know? <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then um, Al comes to see Ray Ray and Damon finally. And they're still sitting there in their way. You know, they're like, we're a badass couple. Anyone want mm-hmm. to talk to us? They're like sitting there <laughs> posing like a badass couple. And she comes in. She's like, well, hello. It's been so long since we've been granted by the joy of your presence under his eye. And um, she kind of catches a look at the scar on Ray Ray's arm. And Ray Ray's mm-hmm. like, do not stare at my arm. Yeah. You did not win that one, biatch. Don't look at my very cool arm scar. That's for me. So um, Ray is, you know... Damon's all mad that like no one greeted them, and Ray Ray Ray's like, "Well, I'm sure the Queen had some pressing business, you know. Max and Easters have a very busy schedule, am I right?" And um, and she's like, "You know, especially with ruling the kingdom." And the Queen's like, "I don't know, I me, I don't rule the kingdom. That's outrageous. I can't believe you would even think that I rule the kingdom. I don't do that. You know, my dad and I were just we're like." stewards of the kingdom and everything we do is totally your dad's choice he told we say listen can we put up a star in the main room if the answer is yes wheeze and he wheezes so i mean the answer is we're just following his 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 wishes yeah damon's like how exactly is that wisdom expressed like a a a fart in the wind (laughs) like what does he do (laughs) a blink the one eye he has what is it what is it that he does? And uh, she's like, well, the king's condition has con- worsened considerably. And on the advice of his maesters, and Ray was like, oh, sure, oh, sure, sure. the maesters, they've glued a carrot to his pinky finger socket. A baby <laughs> carrot. You know, <laughs> it's them keeping him addled on the milk of the poppy. Like what is like he's Sid and Nancy with the Phantom of the Opera face. Like what's going on in there? Have you even consulted the maesters at Dragon Sinai? Have you even? I mean, these people are not there. They're not at that level yet. So Damon's like, well, you know, for the king's suffering, did the maesters also recommend the removal of Targaryen heraldry and the insulation of various statues and stars and live, laugh, love, tea towels everywhere? And I was like, oh, the stars remind us that... We're very, very religious and better than everyone else. Sorry we covered up the orgy paintings. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. And Ray's like, well, and on the morrow, what? And on the morrow, what's that? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> or my, I'm sorry, my son is learning high Valerian. 
<laughs> Why would you add extra syllables to the concept of tomorrow? <laughs> Listen, we don't have to agree on everything, but I prefer to say on the morrow. Well, it's funny that you say on the morrow because Amy Grant will be performing in the courtyard. Enough with your religion. All right, let's move on. So Ray Ray is like, which authority will sit in judgment of my son's claim to the throne? And she's like, oh, me, me, yeah, and my dad, <laughs> both of us. We're probably not going to ask the king about that one, but I'm sure he's going to approve. It's going to be great. Yeah. So now Luke and Jace are like walking around like, hey, remember this courtyard? Hey, remember that wall? Hey, remember that piece of sand over there? God, remember when like Eamon shoved your face into that? <laughs> that was so good. And they're like walking around the courtyard and people are looking at them like, is that, could that be? Is that, like, look at Jace. Is that a 11-year-old or a 23-year-old? I can't tell by his face. It's very confusing. Sequel, I know the last time we were here, everybody called us a bastard, and we lost our father that day. But whatever, fun, fun times. <laughs> and Luke's like, oh, my God, everyone's staring at me. Stop. And so he's like, no one would question me being heir to Driftmark if I looked more Valerian and strong. And he's like, um, we're rich, they're poor. doesn't matter what they think. Okay. Yeah. Not that I would say that out loud because it's very classist. And really, the only thing I have a hunger for is knowledge. All right. Good person. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Luke is not saying that he, if they would not be questioned, they looked like they were stronger. <laughs> it was that they looked like they were Valerian and not like Harwood strong. So, um, uh, so Kristen, uh, so uh, meanwhile, there's, yeah. yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> see what I'm saying? <laughs> So, uh, I didn't uh, capitalize the S. Sorry. <laughs> well, because I don't want you to cut into um, Eamon's big pun later on in the episode. Because that it was took me moment. a minute. It took me a minute for that one too. Yeah, they, it took everyone a minute. That's why you had to repeat it like two or three times. Yeah, it's I like, need well, Eamon. The capitalizations, like if I just don't hear it, I don't get it. Like Lance Armstrong, you know, I've heard Armstrong so many times, but I was like, his arms aren't that big. <laughs> <laughs> his last name. I was like, damn it, I didn't see the capitalization. No, Ronnie, you got that one that wrong too. It's Lance, whose arms are as strong as the Harvard Strong. God, Ronnie, why do I have to correct you on everything? <laughs> <laughs> so everyone gathers around, they're watching a fight, and it's Sir Kristen, who mm. also has not aged today. No. Kristen has been the same age for 30 years now, okay? <laughs> it's not fair. He doesn't even get a fucking haircut, Kristen. Like, they, well, nothing, put a nothing on is him. different. What? Like, just do, like, they could put a beard on him, like, some sort of, like, token thing to be like, look, he's a little older. He grew a beard, you know? Yeah. But they don't even bother. They're like, no, it's the same Kristen. And he is um, fighting with Eamon. And Eamon is now, like, a badass fighter because now Eamon is really leading into being an awful person. So he's like, he's a badass fighter in a way that you hate. Like, he's dangerous, not in a way that's cool. That's like, oh, like, I want to be like him. So we know he's going to be. Aemond is a force for terrible things. You know, he's uh, he's got he stole a dragon, and now he's a good fighter. So um, then someone's like, "Open lockets!" and the driftwood parade comes through, just giving the kids a dirty look. They're like, "Nom nom nom!" I'm the brother of the sea snake. Who are you? Nobody knows. <laughs> so they go in, and then. Um, Al is at the table. Okay, so Al's talking to Otto now. And he's like, my queen. And she's like, well, I must confess to uneasiness now that this is all at hand. I mean, listen, Corley may very well live. We don't know that he's dead. And yeah. did you see the pirate episode? Is there a copy of the footage somewhere? I'd love to see it. I'm very, very <laughs> bored. I've decorated wait, all I can. Uh, wait, are you telling me there is no pirate episode? You mean that there's... there's 
do we even have a scroll that can give a play-by-play about what happened to Corliss? Mm-hmm. No. It wouldn't Why are that. we not including this very interesting passage <laughs> in this experience? So, um, Vayman is there. We see that Vayman's there. And he's like, we must be prepared if he does not live. And then he sits. And I was like, okay, now you're just taking a seat without anybody asking you to, Vayman. This uh, this is not going to end well for you. So and, Otto- and he's like, he's ba- yeah, he's basically like, well, the next, he, I'm sorry. Yeah, Otto says, you, you do. You say, <laughs> I no, got go off ahead. my notes. Oh. No, Otto's basically like, well, the realm has enjoyed a long peace, but the threat of war looms, and it may arrive at our shores. And when it does, do you want a child at the helm of the greatest fleet in Westeros? And the queen is like, well, we must, of course, act in the interests of our subjects. And Vaymond is like, well, the next Lord of Tides will be deeply indebted to you. She's like, wait. There's a sequel. No, Lord of Tides, not the Prince of Tides. No, I'm not talking about a book. <laughs> I've always thought that Barbara Streisand was wrong for the role. There, I've said it out loud. I've said it out loud. It needed a real director. There, I said it. I said it all. So Rainey's is outside staring at that giant red tree with her lips sucked under like, hmm, hmm, red, still red. This tree, <laughs> I know. Like me, this tree is not aged. <laughs> they love that tree. <laughs> so and Raina comes out. She's like, Grandmother! And so, and Ray Ray's with Raina. It's all the Rays, okay? All Ray Ray, Rainice, Raina. So Ray Ray's <laughs> like, um, Well, I heard Baylor might, uh, Baylor told me you might be here. So, oh, God, you've really done a great job with Baylor. I love her. You know, she's added an R to the end of her name and started studying. Very deeply. So, we love that. And she's like, mm-hmm, you honor me. You honor me. Well, I've gotten out of my Adirondack chair. What do you have to say to me? And Ray Ray's like, beat it, Raina. Gotta have some alone time here. She's like, I wondered for many an hour what your purpose was in coming here, and whether you'd speak for or against the suit brought by Sir Vaymond. But then I realized... You intend to advocate for yourself. And this is no fair proceeding. This is a trap set by the queen and a hand I'd wager to proclaim my son as illegitimate. And she's like, yet you did worse than that with Lenore. Did you not? Did you not do worse than that with Lenore? Did you not kill my son in a fire? And she's like, "Um, I loved your son. And you may not believe it to be true. But I did. I did not order his death, nor was I complicit in it. I swear this to you, I'll make you an offer. And so Rhaenys is like, ooh, what is it? So Ray Ray says, if you back Luke's claim and betroth Lena's children to her children, mm-hmm. then Bela will be the queen of the Seven Kingdoms, and her sons will be heirs to the throne, and it'll make all the other incest look even lighter, because this is like... right." brother on sister <laughs> like she's like that's just incest fest let's do it and it's a good solution i would feel like because uh Vayman's whole issue is like i want like real valerian blood not strong blood but if his if Vayman's like niece sort of niece i can't i can't track what what relationship bela bela and and reina have to Vayman. but the point is they are like legit Valerian, so it is bring Valerian blood back into uh, Driftwood. So Vaymond should should logically like this. Yeah, but he's he's power hungry, 
right? Yeah, he's a, he's so, Ray is like, a generous offer for a desperate one. And she's like, who cares? What does it matter? Yeah. Like, an offer is an offer. Take it or leave it, okay, Adirondack lady? <laughs> we are fighting over your decrepit chair, okay? You should be so happy that we're making this effort. Yeah. So, um, Rainey says, you're right in this at least. It does not matter. And then she comes really close and gives her that smirk. And she's yeah. like, you can bargain with me all you like. Bring my granddaughter with, with, with you to soften me up all you like. But tomorrow the high towers land their first blow. They force you to your knees, and I must stand alone. She's like, let me give you that look I've been giving all season like I'm about to do something evil. And yet I will not do anything evil at all. Yeah. <laughs> she really does. I'm waiting for her to make her big evil move, and she never really does it. <laughs> do something powerful, Rainies. So um, uh, so now Ray Ray's back in her dad's room, and he's like, Allison! Allison! And she's like, no, no, it's me. It's your daughter, Rhaenyra. He goes, Rhaenyra! Yes, that's what I just said. Hey, remember that thing you were saying about the Song of Ice and Fire, the secret that you wanted me to keep secret for some reason? Um, do you think that's true? <laughs> I was like, Ray, of course he thinks it's true. He thinks it's so true. He told you it and acted like it was the biggest secret in the world. And she's like, yeah, but you told me it was, your, it was our duty to uphold the realm. United against a common foe, but naming me heir. You divided the realm, daddy, and I thought I wanted this, but it's hard. It's hard. Girl, it's hard because you've been living in fucking Dragonstone. Is there even a home goods there? Like, there, I've seen nothing in Dragonstone. You're going fucking crazy fucking your uncle out there. Just a baby factory. Like, of course you're depressed. Yeah. And so the king's like, my only child, which is so shady because he literally has two other kids. Um, and she's like, well, if you wish me three. to bear it, then four. three. Three? Four? He's got. 45. He's got. Aegon, Aemond, Helena. Oh, Helena. Helena. Um, does she not have any more little babies running around? I can't even it's tell. Be. Like, now There's I some. understand why people have minivans with all those stick figures with names on the back. I mean, yeah. once a family gets going, you're like, how many of you are there now? Didn't I just see you at last Christmas? How do you have two more sticks <laughs> on the back of your van? <laughs> so she's like, well, if you wish me to bear this, then defend me and my children. And then um, she's crying and he's wheezing. And, uh, that's, and it that's looks like he doesn't really understand what she's saying, right? So right. in the morning, uh, they, they're doing the work on the king. You know, they're like <laughs> putting a little toxin, a little juvederm in the one cheek that he's still got. And uh, working on his sores <laughs> and stuff. And Otto's just watching like, disgusting, but worth it for the brooch. <laughs> and uh, the king's like, I want supper. And he's like, oh, it's the morning king. <laughs> Stupid old man. And then he's like, no. By the way, never mind. I was just to make a stupid point about how nothing. It doesn't matter. Just about how the king looks old. But basically, he's like, no, I want to be at supper. And, like, my whole family is here. I want to dine together. I want us to be a family for one. So uh, Otto's like, fine. More, we'll bring more members of, the of this family have had sex in the past decade. Uh, they've had sex more times than we've had dinner. Okay? That is just not normal. Yeah. <laughs> So then Otto's like, okay, so bring him the milk of the poppy. And he's like, no, 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 no. I do not want this. I want to be present today. So Otto's like, weird. Okay, fine. So then we go to the main court, and now it's like the David D. Kelly part of the show. 
And Otto is like, uh, he's like, all right, everyone, uh, I'm, I'm going to play the king today. So, and he gives like a whole speech about, you know, the succession of Driftmark and how he's going to speak for the king and the crown's now going to hear petitions. And he sits on the throne, which is probably like, he's probably just got a huge erection at this point, you know? So let's hear the petitions. So we start with Valen. Okay, so he comes up and he gives his speech. He's like, The history of our noble houses extends beyond the kingdoms. House Valerianus ruled the seas, you've ruled the skies, earth, wind, fire, am I right? So our forebearers knew that if they failed, then their bloodlines died. Well, I've defended my brother, and his blood runs through my veins. I win. I have a blood claim. So Ray Ray's like, Excuse me. <gasps> That blood also runs through my sons, the offspring of Lord Valerian. And if you care so much about your house's blood, Sir Vaymond, you would not be so bold as to supplant its rightful heir. You speak of your own ambition, not because of blood. And he's like, oh, really? And Allison's like, um, excuse me, give him a chance. You're going to get your totally fair chance to speak, as if we already haven't voted on this. <laughs> I know. Vaiman is like, okay, settle down, Rhaenyra Dolezal, okay? What do you know about Valerian blood, princess? I could cut my veins now and show, show it to you, and you still wouldn't recognize that this is about the future and the survival of my house, not yours. And, um, and then and he like, gives another dirty look to Luke. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Leave the kids out of it, sir, okay? Bring in some housewives rules in here, not the yes. children. <laughs> yeah. And so, so he's just like being all pissy about it, right? He's all about like my blood, my blood, my blood. And then Ray Ray's like, um, uh, I like this is like a farce. This is ridiculous. And then all of a sudden, the doors like fling open, and then it's the king. They're like, <laughs> well, that counts as a fling. It's the there. king. With well, the ki- for the king, it's a fling. Yeah. Like, well, normally the doors are like, but today they're like. You know, which is more flingy than, than the normal speed. And it's the king. And I was like, oh, Jesus, it's going to take him the rest of the season to get him. Sure enough, he's like yes. com- coming down the coming down the way. It's like step, step. And the, and the, and like the knight is like, it's King Viserys, House of Targaryen, first of his name, King of the Andos, under the run of the first of the man of the iron, King of the protector of the ram, shopper at Shoprite, target loyalty member, Subway, six out of ten punches on his way to his foot long sandwich, Viserys Targaryen. And he's like, Jesus Christ, it's the first time I've ever run out of words. Walk faster. I know. He's Walk. like, I'm trying to add everything on. Builder of models, wearer of slippers, one cheeketh. Holeth and faceth, king, but still not there. Still not there. <laughs> I'm like, can anyone help this guy out, by the way? Like, like maybe someone, like, run to his side. Because he's like, ugh. Ugh. I'm like, Can just someone steady him? Help him they across. Need, they need, like, a gay son. I can't believe out of all of these children, they don't have one gay child to sing. Nighttime shopping. <laughs> because this guy is in a full-on Phantom of the Opera's mask, but gold. It's like gold. It's beautiful. You know? And so, yeah, it's taken a while. And um, it's a very long walk. And Allison's all worried. And then the king, the only person who looks at is Ray Ray. He's like, Rrr. And I was like, I know that's supposed to be loving. 
but you're basically like a white van moving very slowly past the park right now. He's like, ooh. Clank, clank. Like and I like I get it, dramatic entrance, but we're all experiencing it in real time. And I'm like, wow, ten minutes of this show just—he's like, he's not even—he's—he's he's just approaching the staircase. Like, it's like, oh my god, everybody, that's what it took. Kristen has finally aged. It's like, Jesus, <laughs> all we needed was to wait for the fucking king to walk down. <laughs> and then he like and just keeps on like doing these very long close-ups of people watching him. It's like Great British Bake Off when someone's about to be eliminated. And then uh, he gets the staircase. And I'm like, oh, God, there's a staircase. So he gets the staircase. And then he's like struggling and his crown falls. But then Damon picks it up for him. Damon is a good person, it turns out. Oh, yeah, Damon's a real peach. He just wants him to get his ass up on the chair before he dies so he can announce that his son is still going <laughs> to have power. Fucking Damon. And I kept seeing that on the internet, too. Everyone's like, oh, my God, this was so touching when Damon helped his brother. Oh, yeah, not self-serving <laughs> at all. Fucking Damon. Yeah, Damon killed his wife, don't forget. And she was awesome in the two seconds we knew her. So he's so the king's like, uh, well, I must admit my confusion. I do not understand why petitions are being heard over a settled succession. The only one present who might offer keener insight into Lord Corliss's wishes is Princess Rhaenys, Rhaenys, now is your moment to do something devious and evil. Yes. You have the floor. And look at fucking, I love this king. You see, this is the only person who, A, points out that they're filing a petition for something that's settled, A. And B, he's like, who would know better than his wife? Would anybody else do that? No. No other king would be like, let's hear from the woman. <laughs> so Rhaenys gets up there and she's like, mm, hold on, I'm just having an appetizer of my bottom lip. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Well, indeed, Your Grace, and it was my husband's will that Driftmark pass through to Lainor's true-born son, Lucy. And that never changed. And as a matter of fact, and they're all shocked because she didn't go for her own claim, right? So she's right. like, as a matter of fact, the Princess Ray Ray has just informed me of her desire to marry her son's Jason Luke to Lord Corliss's granddaughters. A proposal to which I heartily agree. Fingers crossed for blonde hair. Well, Steve's crazy. <laughs> Apparently, blonde hair is not a dominant gene, as we all suspected, based on evidence of 200 years. So then um, the king's like, well, the mantle is settled. settled. Again, that was passive aggression. Yes, I may be old, but I can still do that. So then um, he's like, I hereby reaffirm Prince Viserys of House Valerian as heir to Driftmark. He will now receive an Adirondack chair that is half broken, and the throne shall be his, and he will be the next Lord of Tides. Lucy is the only one, like, not psyched. He's like, fuck me, I still have to do this? I do not <laughs> want this. So Allison, Allison is shaking her head. She's all pissed off because they just lost. Yeah, that's it, Otto and Al. You fucking lost, okay? Lost. And I can't wait to keep seeing you keep losing, and I cannot wait to see two out of three of your children die horrible deaths because they're horrible mm -hmm. people. Okay, can't wait. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I'll tell you who's not really happy about this at all is the uncle. Even though Ray, what Rhaenys just proposed means that Valerian blood is truly coming into the house. Like, it's going to stay there, you know? And so he's like, oh, so, hmm, so let me get this right. Um, you break the law and centuries of traditions to install your daughter as heir, and yet you dare to tell me who deserves to inherit the name Valerian? No, I am not going to allow that. And the king's like, oh, allow it. 
Do not forget yours. Okay, so you know what, speed it. Just press fast forward at least for us, okay? And so Bayman's like, no, that is no true Valerian, and certainly no nephew of mine. And Ray Ray's like, oh my God, go to your chambers. I don't want you to hear this awful things being said. Yes, I'm gonna fuck your uncle later. Just go to your go to your room. So. um Everyone's like in a huff now. And the king's like, um, excuse you, Lucy is my trueborn grandson, and you are no more than the second son of Driftmark. So how's that feel, brother of the sea snake? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, well, you may run in your house as you see fit, but you will not decide the future of mine. My house survived the doom, and a thousand tribulations besides, that's right, tribulations, and gods be damned, I will not see it ended on account of this. Buh. He goes, this, buh. And Damon's like, oh, go ahead, say it. Mm -hmm. Say it. Go ahead, you know you want to. And Feynman just stops, and then he smiles, and he goes, her children are bastards there! <laughs> and she's a whore, too, on top of it. <laughs> and, <laughs> I was I won't be stopped. I'm adding the whore, too. I was like, I thought I was just do bastards, but I was like, no, I'm going the whole way. Bastards and a whore. We've all been there where you just let it go, you know? <laughs> and the king, and she's got poop on her face, too! It's like they keep getting watered down a little as you go. Honestly, I don't like a haircut. I don't like that style on her. I don't think it looks good. It's not flattering. I, there, I said it. I mean, be a whore, fine, but at least look nice. So what are we going to start calling a princess flip-flop? I mean, is that what we went to court? So the king... <laughs> a kitten heel? Really? Just commit to either a high heel or a flat, but not a kitten. <laughs> so the king whips out his knife, which I think is hilarious that he's still carrying around his knife after what happened last week. But he's carrying it around, and he's like, I will have your tongue for that. And he's like, Meh. And then we just see his head lopped off. Well, kind of. It's his head right above his jaw. Yeah, it's a sloppy lop. Damon, it's Damon just like slices his head off, and then the body falls, but the tongue is still attached to the neck and like wagging. It's like the what? It's like it's like a brief moment of levity in this show of like like ha ha, and so <laughs> like gross levity, and then Otto's like disarm him, and the queen's like call the maesters, the very effective maesters. Like Allison, his head. Has been chopped off. What is a mace going to do now? God, this poor woman. <laughs> Fucking Allison. So, um, basically, everyone's freaking out, right? And the king just falls back into his chair like, oh, I did it. I stood up for Ray Ray. And so, then Allison's like, please take your medicine. He's like, I... Just get me to my room, basically. <laughs> I want to see my models. I want to see what the little spider larpers are doing. <laughs> I'm playing Spider Sim City. Okay, I need to see what's happened. So uh, um, now, now we go to like an op, like a, basically the mortuary, and uh, the maesters are tending to Veyman's body, and they're and Rain is just watching. It's so funny, like because they've got him like so formally laid out, and then he's here, and then his head's like right above it, perfectly <laughs> lined up. Yeah, and she's watching. She's like, I actually just love watching this kind of stuff. Like, this is my favorite TV show. You know. <laughs> This is my forensic she loves files, them. basically. <laughs> so the maester's like, um, you should leave because let the silent sisters do their work because it's bad luck, luck to look at the dead. She's like, um, how do I put this politely? Literally everyone I know and care about has died, so don't talk to me about bad luck. At this point, it doesn't even matter, okay? you got to love somebody coming up and being like, you're going to get bad luck. She's like, um... <laughs> 
my brother-in-law was just beheaded in front of me. So <laughs> I think I've got it. I think I've got it yeah. already. All right. <laughs> I think so. So um, then we go to this supper because they're like, oh, so uh, let's still have dinner. They're, they're having a family dinner. Family after- dinner. Still Sunday. <laughs> okay. After like Damon's slice the head off a family member and they're all just sitting there having supper. Yeah, so Al and Ray are kind of on either side of where the king will sit, so they're next to each other, and they're all pissy, and uh, the king is carried in, which, thank God, they weren't, thank God he wasn't like, like, I'm walking to dinner, it would have been like morning, you know, it would have been like, okay, (laughs) omelets for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, well, this time we we do, like, we are on a kitchen schedule right now, so we're we're going to accelerate this process. Let's just carrying him, carry him in. And so, Amon is just uh, being down. such a fucking weirdo. I mean, that guy, Laura Dern, I'm telling you, every time I look at him, I cannot unsee it once I saw it. But he's just sitting there with his eye patch, giving like one really, he's like, <laughs> giving like one crazy look to everybody. So yeah. the king's like, he gives a speech and he's like, OMG, here we are together. It's my fam. Hey, Allison, want to pray before we begin? And Ray Ray's family's like, oh, fuck Christ's sake. <laughs> I know, this evangelical bitch. So the queen's like, oh, sure. May the mother smile down on this gathering of love, and may the smith mend the bonds that have been broken for too long, and to Vaman Valerian, may the gods give him rest. That was pretty awkward, what happened today. Mm-hmm. Also, I just have to say, God, if you're listening... Um, I was thinking about installing a new star thing in the window over the west west wing. If that would be cool, I'm going to do that. Oh, good. God said it was all right, everyone. We're going to put a star up. Anyway. And in conclusion, live, laugh, love, amen. That's always my favorite part. <laughs> so, Egon's like, congratulations, Jace. You can finally lie with a woman now because you're getting married. And... Um, the king's like, congratulations to Prince Lucerus, the Prince of Tides. And they're like, there it Lowenstein. is. There Lowenstein. It is. Lowenstein. <laughs> so, um, so Raina's like, yeah, you're gonna be great. You're gonna be, a, you're gonna be a great Prince of Tides. And Aegon is like, oh. Well, then Aegon's still like mocking Jace. He's like, so you know how the act is done, at least in principle, right? Sex, S-E-X. And Jace is like. You can play the jester as much as you wish, but hold your tongue in front of my betrothed. And then the king stands up because the kids are squabbling. And he's like, all right, time for a toast. A toast that won't freak anyone out whatsoever, okay? All right. Listen, it gladdens my heart and fills me with sorrow to see these faces around the table. The faces most dear to me in the world, yet grown so distant from each other in the past. I decided the only way you would come together is if I bond you with trauma. So let me take off my mask and the you can all say for years to come. The it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Who ordered fried calamari and why is it your face? <laughs> Look. I have no eye and I have no cheek. Isn't this fun, children? Now you'll be terrified and you can always come together and be like, remember when grandfather took off his mask? <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, um, my, I may not be hot as I once was. And I was like, oh, Viserys, you were never that hot. <laughs> never. Come on. Right. And he's like, but tonight I wish you to see me as I am. It's like, mm, could have done without that. Okay. Maybe yeah. you could have just described it. Yeah. You could have been like, I have no eye. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Like, you don't, 
It's not like you're hot with the gold mask. You could have just said, I'm still, I'm not as handsome as I once was and still have worn the mask. You know, it still would have worked. This is not like when Jean Smart took off her wig and hacks. Okay. This is not like, ooh, the real Jean Smart. This is like, oh, keep it on. Yeah. This is very Viola Davis and how to get away with murder first episode when she sits down in front of the mirror and like pulls off her wig and then yanks off her eyelashes and just cries in front of the mirror. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's exactly it. Um, but it doesn't have the same effect. Like in those moments, you're like, ah, oh, here they are stripped down. But here, him is just like, um, oh God, no. Yeah. Like you, your vibe is already kind of stripped down. So we get it. We get it. Yeah. So anyway, so he is just like, this is me. This is who I am. I am not just a king. I'm your father, your brother, your husband, all of the above to some of you, but you and your grandsire. But you may not, it seems walk. I'm not going to be here much longer. So let's not hold ill feelings, okay? Because yeah, the crown cannot stand. He basically does his, I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a woman on the couch. It's like, okay, king. So he's like, can't we just all get along? And so Al looks over at Ray, but she doesn't look back. And then he's done. So Ray Ray's like, I'll make an effort then for father. So she's like, I would like to raise my cup to her grace the queen. Probably won't get as high as the stick that's up her ass, but still, I'll try. I love my father, <laughs> but no one has stood more loyally by his side than the lady drugging him with heroin, his wife. <laughs> she's tended to him with unfailing devotion, and most of imp- most importantly, she's given him fabulous sleeves. So to that, thank you, Queen. Also, I apologize for that, uh, stopping you from stabbing my son in the eye. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes, I, and I just to add on to that, you know, I've been so mad at her for being just sort of like a general bitch all these years for casting me out just because I had some sex, you know, not like she didn't sleep with my father. But then I look at my father here, the old, the old one-socketed man with a hole in his cheek, and I think, God, she's had to be sleeping with that for so many years, and I think she's the one who really has suffered the most. So my apologies. To you, Queen Allison. So Al is like, oh, God, now I have to give a speech. So she's like, well, your graciousness moves me very deeply, princess. And um, we have so much in common. Uh, we both have hair. <laughs> uh, we both have skin. No offense, honey. It's not a personal slam. Um, we're both <laughs> mothers. Uh, we love our children. Uh, so look, we've got so much in common. And I raise my cup to you and your house, your stinky, stinky house, in the suburbs, which no one really goes to. I'm sorry you don't have a home goods there, but it's out of my jurisdiction, technically. <laughs> and um, you're going to make a fine queen one day of somewhere, because it's not going to be fucking here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but somewhere. Somewhere. And so they... I thought they were going to hug it out, because they are both yep. kind of smiling, like, oh my god, we're still friends. I don't think you really hug it out in this... in this world. You know, they just... This is like as close as it comes. This reminded me very much... In you know, in the Real Housewives world, when there's a reunion, and Andy Cohen basically yeah. like wants people to like make it, like be happy at the end of the reunion, and so they people come up with these kind of like facile uh, explanations for their feuds, like, well, you know, I think the reason why we fight is because we're actually so similar. Yeah, because we're like family, you know, and like I wouldn't be fighting if I didn't care about you. Like they come up with these reasons why they do it, and then they hug, and it's awkward, and, and then the next episode of the, se- the next season. They're, like, fighting again. Yeah. So I needed that housewives hug, you know? Yeah. So then um, (laughs) Aegon stands up, and he goes over to Reyna, and he's like, 
I regret the disappointment you're about to suffer, but if you ever want to be laid properly, give give mom hair a call, all right? Give soccer mom <laughs> hair cut a call. And um, the other Jason kid, Chase, is like, I'm going to kill him. But he doesn't because he's hungry for knowledge. So then um, Aegon... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, he says so, yeah, well, he's- so then Aegon's drunk wife, so it's Helena, you know, because it's his sister wife. So she's like, well, I would like to toast Baelor and Reyna. It isn't so bad, you know. Mostly he'll just ignore you, except sometimes when he's drunk. <laughs> and everyone starts cracking up. They're like, oh, God, when your brother won't. I love when my brother won't fuck me, Huma. I just love it. <laughs> everyone's like when did hell and i get so funny she's usually the girl standing in the corner playing with spiders and giving weird prophecies and now she's drunk and being hilarious can we party with her some more so then they're like and then all of a sudden some music starts playing and i swear to god it sounded like i got you babe i was like it was like do 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 i was like are they playing share right now yeah. and jace is like hey helena would you care to dance She's like, sure. So they go in front of the table. The only one, the only two people dancing. They're totally that type of people that love starting a dance, like the dance floor at a wedding. And they get up there and they do this weird like bunny hop dance. So they're like, is left. this Austin and Powers? It's like, what is this dance? What is this? So Aegon's mad, of course, because of course he's the person who sits at a table. Goes, I don't dance, so he's mad, and he's like staring at like everyone because that's like his vibe. And then there's more dancing, and then food is arriving. He's getting along, so like the whole point is like, oh my god, look, they're a happy family for five seconds. You know, let's watch them be a happy family. So it's like this long shot around the table, and you see everybody doing themselves things. You know, like oh my god, that's so the king. You know, trying to get an M and M through his cheek, and then. My favorite little <laughs> shot was they show Raina, and Raina's just smelling her food before she eats it. She's like, and I was like, I'm going to love her. I'm going to love yeah. that character. <laughs> she hasn't done much yet, but I love that. And they put, like, this big-ass roasted pig right in front of Amond, <laughs> which I felt like they were trying to make a statement with that. And, by the way, this entire time I'm expecting some terrible thing to happen because the rule is – in House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones, when people are eating food and smiling and laughing, there's going to be a mass murder any moment. <laughs> I, I was, was like, expecting Here it that, too. And also, this whole episode, I've waited for Alicent to be more evil. Like, I keep waiting for her to kill the king or inject him with the poppy shit, you know, whatever. And then she yeah. doesn't. She always kind of backs down from it. But yeah, I was looking for a mass murder, too. So the pig is just sitting there in front of Amond, and Lucy starts laughing at him. He's like, oh my god, look at you. You have a pig in front of you. <laughs> and then finally, Amond bangs the table. And he's like, all right, crazy Laura Durnai, final tribute <laughs> to the health of my nephews, Jace, Luke, and Joffrey. Each one of them handsome, wise and hmm let me think of the word hmm what am i thinking strong and i was like that was nice i mean pat i, I could sense he was being sarcastic it was, that was nice and he goes let me say that again these are strong boys everyone's like oh amen yes we see what you did strong boy <laughs> strong strong wow they enjoy uh wood 
Softwood or maybe hardwood because they're strong. Hard. Yes, Eamon, we get the joke now. You can and sit Jason, down. And Jace is like, He's like, English, please. He goes, I dare you to say that again. Did you need 10 minutes? Did you need 10 minutes to tell me that? There's a lot of syllables in High Valerian, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> Ray Ray is like, do I have, does anyone have the heart to tell him he just asked for a plastic chair? No? Okay. <laughs> so Eamon's like, it was a compliment. You don't think yourself strong. And so Jace punches him. And then the moms are like, that is enough. We are mothers. And um, <laughs> Egon Go to your room. Lucy into the table. And then the, the fight's broken up. The fight's broken up. And yeah. Eamon's like, well, I'm just saying that I'm proud of my family, mother. Obviously, they aren't proud of theirs. And so Damon just steps in. He's like, don't make me behead another motherfucker today. All right. Right. He just it. stands there. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like, congratulations, you think you're so cool. Guess who had your look first? A me, okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no kidding, wish version of me. Could you just give it a rest? Okay. So then, um, so the kids are broken up. And so the, the queen and Ray Ray, they have a moment. Because honestly, all Allison needed was to have an apology. That's all she needed. So now she's kind of like, can we be friends, actually? Like, so maybe we can I get coffee and kind of fly. Yeah, can I, like, lay off, lay on your lap and you could read that book and not rip out a page this time? <laughs> <laughs> really, so much stems from that page. I just was so bitter because I bought that book and you never really apologized for tearing out a page. Uh, I just thought it was so rude back then. So she's like, well, let's, let's hang out. And Ray Ray's like, well... I got to take the kids back to Dragonstone, but I'll come back by dragon. You know, I'll come back on a dragon. Do you have a parking spot or anything? Cause then I'll, yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. And she's like, I can Uber too. She's like, I would love that. So they have a touching moment and they kind of smile. And so we're like, Oh my God, maybe they're friends again, but no, because guess what? The sign of doom, a black hoodie walking down the street. I was like, Oh geez, what is Damien even doing? I thought Damien would be fine now and happy for a while, but there's Damien back in his black hoodie, making it up the street. Someone's going to die, but it's not Damien. It's the maid. Dun, dun, dun. And the maid is going to see Miseria. And Miseria's like, well, it's been quite a night at the castle, it seems. And then the lady's like, yes, my lady. And I was like, oh, it's the maid. I don't know what it means, but it's she's a, not good. She's telling secrets to the, well, to yeah. the worm, to the Diana. white worm lady. Yeah. You could tell I'd, about Diana and stuff. My note says, ooh, girl. <laughs> I love watching this show. I, I was like, I don't know what... Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what this is going to mean right now, but I know it's going to be bad, but good. And so now we go to the king's bedroom. I was like, oh, gosh, just put this king out of his misery already. And he's so lying. Then and, he's, comes in, and I'm expecting her to do something terrible. I'm like waiting for the pillow over the face because we yeah. all know it's coming, right? I just thought, here's her Allison murder somebody <laughs> on her own. So he's like moaning and groaning and... um He's like, I'm sorry. She's like, oh, be quiet. Drink your heroin. And he's like, but I just wanted you to know that I do believe it to be true. She's like, what? And he's like, don't you remember? She's like, no. Aegon, our son, our grandfather, our mailman. Which Aegon? You need to be more specific. Aegon? <laughs> he goes, his dream, the song of ice and fire. It is true. What he saw in the north, the prince that was promised. The queen's like, Mm, I don't understand. So our son had a dream about ice and fire. The prince! Mm, prince Aegon. Uh, 
to unite the realm against the gold in the dark. It is you. You are the one. You must do this. You must do this. The queen's like, I don't understand this, but I feel like I was given something, so I'm just going to run with it. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, I'm the one to unite the kingdom? She's like, yes! Uh, and so she rubs his face. She's like, that is so nice. I'm rubbing your M&M hole. Okay, hold on. I'm a blue one. I'm a blue one. And I could have sworn she was going to pillow his face, but she didn't. She just blows she probably out a tried. candle. She probably tried, but he's like, oh, you poor thing. Don't you remember? I can breathe through my cheek. You better smother better. So she covers his cheek. He's like, I'm breathing through my pinky hole. Like, How many holes do you have? <laughs> I give up. <laughs> <laughs> so she just walks off instead and then um we see the knife a shadow of the knife with a song of ice and fire on it and um then the king is like kind of crying in his sleep and then he does the ball fist thing and he starts saying no more no more and then he does spirit fingers to the sky and i was like <laughs> i love this show i love that they're like viserys give us some spirit fingers on you like he's like jazz hot Baby, and da, da, da. they're like, and This is your it. moment for your Emmy. Go for it. He's like, I will do this. Ah! And then it goes to dark, and he goes, I like, and then a chandelier falls on him, and I was like, Wrong part of the musical. God, so awkward. But yeah, anyway, he he's did. reunited with his wife. It's nice. He goes, my love. I thought I thought that was touching when he went, my love. I thought that was touching. Mm. Yeah. But overall, I was like, okay, we can yeah, finally move on. I was like, finally, king. you know, because I like the king and stuff. But man, I thought the king. I I think the king dies every week. They make it seem like the king died, like when at the wedding at the shotgun wedding thing. You know, yeah. He's like, oh, finally, my baby is married. <laughs> like, nope, still alive. He he's still alive. <laughs> I actually still wasn't even convinced he was dead until the previews for next week. Otter goes, the king is dead. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> Have you really checked on in, in on him? <laughs> yeah. But a uh, good episode, and it looks like it's setting up a real humdinger of a couple of finale episodes. Smut. Yeah. Looks crazy. Yeah, it looks like, um, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, this be a whole war based off of this misunderstanding at this bedside now. So yeah, it's like God, I love it. Nothing alike either. Like, come on, really? Who's going to get <laughs> Allison and Ray Ray mi mixed up? Like, come on, King. <laughs> she even said our son. I'm like, no, he. <sighs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I know. You're, I know the King's dying. I know he's barely with it. But just, but just shut up. Try. You know, don't talk about or just secrets. shut up. Just shut up. Yeah. Say just, I love your hair today. Yeah, don't die silently. Don't be talking secrets. Uh, or, or give like you your internet passwords. You know what I mean? I need to tell you. Get my crypto out of this wallet. Yes. The passwords are yes. peacock. Aegon. <laughs> Potholder. <laughs> trying to write down the wallet. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Um, subscribe to Winter's Crappening. <laughs> We'd love that. Yeah. Okay. If you want video or you are on video, hi, everybody. Uh, go to Crappens on Demand on Patreon. And we'll see you over on our main feed. Watch what crappens. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni. She don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. 
Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. She's a good hobby. It's Lauren Hobgood. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee. It's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.